0: Welcome to the Salvatrice Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Today we have just a two-game slate on February 13th, Thursday today, because then it's All-Star Break weekend. uh, More extended of a weekend, right? We get all the way Friday into middle to end of next week five, six, seven days off of the NBA, if you consider this one a day off. Um, I'm pretty excited for it, to be honest with you. I get a nice little week off of that, get to focus on XFL, get to focus on some more business things that I've been doing in the background and maybe not having as much time as I would like to in the mornings uh, when I'm usually most productive. So I'm excited about this past next little uh, mini vacation, if you will. we will be working the same hours, but uh, focusing on some different things will be nice and refreshing. With that said, if you're new here, I do cover daily fantasy sports in a bunch of different areas. And the fact that NBA is over, I know it happens. I know the last couple of years covering this, people start shuffling, looking in the NHL streets. But you know what? You got the XFL this year. I've got content content out earlier this week, content out on Patreon already this week. And over the next 24 to 48 hours, there'll be another YouTube video. There will be a live stream on Saturday morning here on YouTube. And then we will have content exclusive to Patreon rankings and tiers only on Patreon available there, as well as a closing thoughts podcast. I'll discuss where I think ownership will be late-breaking injury news, things that people aren't picking up on as much in the statistics, all of that. So check out the XFL uh, if you need some sort of fix for the next week, as well as my PGA content. That'll be out early next week for next week's PGA Tour event. With that said, if you hit the subscribe button, it does help me out a ton. Check out all that Patreon-exclusive content that I mentioned for XFL, as well as today's projections for just this two-game slate, which projections matter every single day, but on a two-game slate, ownership and fading it is going to be even more impactful, and then obviously finding that 20-point score in the 3K range, which there's some viable ones today. Appreciate you tuning into this one. As always, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button on the audio version, how those ears doing. Let's get into it. Starting with injury news, not a lot. Jalen Brown is going to be probable today with a calf. It's not going to impact much. Obviously, it'll impact the Gordon Haywards, the Kembas, the Marcus Smarts, and all of those players if he was to be out. But now that he's probable, you don't really have to change any of their rates or production. Patrick Beverly is going to miss, I believe, now his third or fourth straight game with a groin injury. Lou Williams will continue to benefit, draw a start. Terrence Mann will continue to play low to high single digits in minutes. I have him at eight today. And Roddy McGruder should also pick up around that much run as well. So main benefactory there is indeed Lou Williams. In New Orleans, Kendrick Williams will continue to miss with a back injury. His back injury is pretty bad for him. It doesn't impact it that he's out. He's been out now for the better part of two to three months. But Brandon Ingram being questionable is impactful. I currently have him projected out, and he would be the major news today unless we got any late breaking news. But I have him currently projected out. Like you saw yesterday, a lot of players, DeAndre Ayton, um, players with lower body injuries, they just ended up putting uh, or cat out as well with a lower body injury. These players are just going to sit with the all-star break looming and them having a week to recover. Brandon Ingram, the year that he's having, If there's any sort of ankle soreness, you can't imagine management's going to let him go out there. But the good thing is, if they do let him go out there, I'm going to project him straight up for 34 or 35 minutes because I don't think they're just going to let him run out there for 28 minutes in in the somewhat meaningless game, the game before the All-Star break. But I personally have him projected out right now. That's going to help Zion Williamson a ton. Josh Hart, Drew Holiday, Derek Favors, even Lonzo. All the starters pretty much get a huge bump when a guy like Brandon Ingram, who still leads this team in usage, even with Zion there, in a 1.3 fantasy point per minute producer or so is going to be out of the lineup. Now, Zion, the minutes with Brandon Ingram off the court with Zion on the court are very limited. We only have about 108, but he's a 1.8 fantasy point per minute producer in those. Obviously, it's skewed because of the small sample, but I can't project him at his normal 1.3 rate. I'm putting him around a 1.4 guy today if there's no Brandon Ingram, and then he looks really good. Josh Hart comes in, and he's around a 0.9 guy. He looks eh, not that great. You can get to your Drew Holidays, your Derek Favors. Favors goes around to a 1.26 guy with Ingram off the court. We're trying to factor in uh, Zion there a little bit. I do bump that down since Zion will have a fine rebounding rate. And then finally, Darius Baisley. He's already been out for a few games. Terrence Ferguson and Hamadou Diallo will benefit there. Baisley is going to get reevaluated with this knee injury. A bruised knee, they were saying, in four to six weeks. Getting into the target offense sheet now, we'll just quickly talk about the totals here. They're all pretty much similar across the board. Um, So I'm projecting this Boston LA total based on pace, based on their season point totals, but a 228 is what I'm projecting here. This one is not out yet. Uh, That would make Boston a one point favorite over the Clippers, which is very interesting to see Boston the favorite in this matchup. Obviously, um, where they're playing is going to be impactful here, but a 114.5 team implied total for Boston and 113.5 for LAC. The Clippers already talked about, and I'll talk about on the next page, the guys I have interest in from these teams. Um, It doesn't make much sense to go too much deep deep into depth on that, but these are two really good defensive teams. Would not be shocked to see the under hit in this one. The best matchup on the slate might be whoever starts at center for Boston. I'm going to assume it's Daniel Tice, as that has been the case as of late, and he's been playing bigger minutes as of late. Um, That's going to be one of the best matchups you'll find against the Clippers. Some interesting things is that Manchas Harrell, his price point's at 4,500. He's interesting. He's not a top interest of mine because the minutes are just all over the place. A guy whose point-per-minute production is just so impacted when Kawhi and Paul George are both on the court. Now Zubak is getting more run. They're playing smaller a lot more with um, the acquisition of Marcus Morris. They can easily do that even more now since they have bodies like Jermichael Green back there as well. Um, Obviously, Kawhi and Paul George playing at the three and the four. So Harrell's been playing 18 minutes, some games, 22, 24. He hasn't gotten that big run. If I put him at 24 today, he looks like a fine option and somebody that I'll have interest in, but it is a little bit sketchy. New Orleans and OKC. New Orleans are two point favorites here. A 113.5 team implied total for New Orleans, a 111.5 team implied total for OKC with a 225 game total it's the faster pace spot barely. Both these games are going to be above the league average. New Orleans just flies. So it's a huge pace up spot for OKC. Let me put it this way. The entire OKC starting five today is probably going to be underpriced. And I will most likely have interest in four out of five of them, depending who they end up putting in there. If it's Terrence Ferguson, I won't have interest there. If it's Dort, I won't have interest there. But OKC looks fantastic today. Not only do you have fantastic matchups across the board defensively um, for their matchups, you get a huge pace up spot. I have them projected to get about four extra possessions in this game. That's big. And yes, they're the lowest total at 111.5, but not by much. You're getting players that are appropriately or wildly underpriced in Chris Paul, SGA, Dennis Schroeder, Daniel uh, Danilo Gallinari is currently my number one ranked player on the slate. Steven Adams is up there as well. You've had Adams down for the better part of two weeks playing his normal minutes into the 28 to 30 minute range. They've come back up. So the entire OKC team is appealing. If you told me to pick one team that's appealing, it would be OKC. The matchup looks fantastic. Let's get into these early interests. So the fact that there's only two games, I'm not going to give you a 20 early interest because then that's pretty much my player pool. I've currently have early in the morning 26 players in my player pool. That's projecting Brandon Ingram out. That will change throughout the day depending on if I change any rates and obviously any injury news. You can get those projections. I'll link them up right now, down below, um, and I'll, I'll pretty much just filter this right now. I was filtering it as I was going through it, but I think I yeah, I think I have twenty six players in that player pool. But I'll be sure to touch on the ones that I like a lot from this list. These are some of the ones that I like the most. Zion, if I project Brandon Ingram out, looks like one of the better players in the slate. I'll project him for around 30, 31 minutes. Would not be shocked if he just sat today, though, just because it's the day before the All-Star Game, and he has been dealing with some nagging injuries for the last week or so. But Zion at 7,800, he'll project out for 40-plus fantasy points um, currently. SGA and Chris Paul both look fantastic today. I actually prefer uh, Dennis Schroeder if you're taking a guard from this team more. Mainly a pricing play. I have Schroeder at 32 minutes. I have Chris Paul at 33 and SGA at 34. At those minutes, based on price point, Schroeder grades out as the best point per dollar play if you need that. Um, he's around a one, point, uh, one fantasy point per minute guy in the year, I believe 1.03. You have SGA at a 0.99 fantasy point per minute producer. Chris Paul's around 1.14. I have him down to 1.1 today, but he still looks good. All three of these guys, don't be mistaken. All three of these guys are top, I believe, 15 plays for me today. They might actually all be in my top 10. Danilo Gallinari. He is my number one play today. If you're talking point per dollar, $5,500 for a guy who consistently is playing 30 to 32 minutes. I have him at 31 today. A guy who was about a fantasy point per minute producer or better over the last day, 30 days. He's been much better in that department. And now he gets a great matchup, especially if there's going to be no Brandon Ingram. So Gallo at 5500 completely underpriced. DraftKings dropped the ball on this entire OKC team. He's currently my number one play today. Steven Adams at 5,300. If I give him 28 minutes instead of 30, he looks like a smash play in a fantastic matchup against New Orleans where he will be on the court a lot to match Derek Favors. And then also you'll get Favors on the court a lot to match him. That's why Favors is also on this list. Marcus Morris played 35 minutes in his Clippers debut. If you get anywhere near that type of run in a Clippers debut in this one against Boston, Yes, the matchup will be tougher. Yes, the point per minute production will be lower here than it will be when he was like the number two or three mouth um, next to Julius Randle and Alfred Payton in New York. Now he's going to be next to Lou Williams and Montrose Harrell and and obviously Kawhi and, and Paul George. So I'm going to bump his point per minute production down. I'll even just put him at 33 minutes instead of 35. And he still looks like a fine play at 5k. Favors, I gave 24 minutes. There's obviously room for more of that. They've been limiting his minutes because of all of his nagging injuries, the back, the ankle injuries, the knee, whatever it might be. Uh, And now with the all-star break looming, it does seem sketchy to want to roster him. But at 4,900 in 24 minutes, if they're going to match him with Steven Adams, say, for most of those minutes that Adams plays today, 28, 26, I do like favors. Daniel Tice, I have starting and playing 28 minutes today. If he only plays 26, I still have interest first to Clippers. The best matchup offensively uh, for the, against the Clippers, they are great on defense, but their one weakness is defending centers. And that is where the Lakers think they have an advantage with the Anthony Davises of the world and and uh, McGee's and Dwight Howard's. But um, that's where I'm at right now in this slate. Uh, Jalen Brown, I should mention, is only six thousand dollars, a fantasy point per minute producer. Boston is completely healthy in a difficult matchup. Brown would be the guy like getting to the most. I think I I also have, though, Kemba and Tatum. They're also in player pools of mine. Brown's the guy like the most based on price. Let's just put it this way. Kawhi Leonard is the most expensive player on this slate at 9100 You can do whatever you want with this slate, especially when there's such a loaded 6 and 5k range and even 4k range, as you see a few options here. Like when Danello Gallinari and Steven Adams, maybe not Adams as much, but Gallo looks like a borderline lock if I'm playing single entry, three max, maybe even 20 max. Similar things can be said for Steven Adams. Zion looks like a great play. It's really difficult to find a situation where I can't fine salary. Like I feel like I'm going to just naturally, you're going to build balance bills when there's no 10K options. And if you're not playing Kawhi, you're not playing anybody in the 9K range. So um, don't worry about leaving money on the table. You probably don't want to leave multiple thousands of dollars, but if you got like $700 on the table today, that's usually something I don't advocate for in the NBA, unless you're playing showdown for some reason. Um, but today, it looks like something that should be okay. So this is a quick video just for the two game slate. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Let me know if you watched all the way through at the end. Every single day, we got a little, a group, a little following who, who always watches throughout the end. So I really do appreciate all of you. I like reaching on, just thanking people for all that, all the support, appreciate all of it. So a strong first half of the year, everybody. Um, NBA, uh, NBA uh, showdown content, I guess you can say for the all-star game. I have done the previous two years. Um, there's a chance I do it. I'm not yet set on it. It shouldn't take too long. Shouldn't take too much research either. It's usually just stick to the starters and and you're good from there, but I might make a video on it, no promises. But that said... Thanks for a great first half, everybody. Hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. We are getting very close to 20,000 subscribers. Hopefully the XFL can lift us up over the next week to keep that trend going. But please do hit the notification bell and the subscribe button before you do leave and check out any of my Patreon exclusive content. Also, check out Fantasy Draft. I'll link up Fantasy Draft down below to their NBA lobby if you are somebody who listens to the end at work or whatever it might be. Even if you just click that link to Fantasy Draft, it helps me. It lets them know that I'm sending them people. But I do encourage you, if you have not yet made an account, to check it out. If you have made an account, to click that link and then also play some games. Do whatever you got to do over there. Appreciate that. Maybe we'll start a fantasy draft league uh, for the XFL week too. Let me know if that would be interesting. So best of luck, everybody. Peace out, Game. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.